today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Let's talk whistleblowers. Let's talk about uh, sewage gate as it has been tabbed. Uh, and the fallout, which continues, of course. Hamilton City Council has decided they are not going to uh, try to investigate uh, who leaked the story about the uh, the billions of liters of uh, sewage that was uh, dumped in, of course, to Shadow Creek and uh, ultimately into Coots Paradise over the next little while. Joining us to talk about this is uh, former Hamilton Mayor Larry Deany, who has uh, had his share of uh, closed-door sessions uh, and, and confidential sessions in his years and years in politics. Uh, Larry, good to talk with you again. Thanks for being on the show today. Bill, and let me just point out that these closed-door uh, sessions were all sanctioned all by legal council activities. Every all, single one. Every one of them. Every minute of those meetings uh, that were held in camera. Uh, uh, that's your story, and you're sticking to it. And I'm sticking to that. <laughs> Uh, let, let's let's talk about whistleblowers and and uh, some people. I, I, I want to conflate these two things because they're saying, well, it was a leak, it was illegal. I mean, there were a couple of counselors that went on record as saying that they wanted to have police investigate this thing. Uh, your thoughts on that? First of all, I'll, I'll get into my stuff in just a couple of seconds. What's your read on that? Sure. Well, so it was an emotional reaction uh, that, um, you know, people felt that they were betrayed because they all took a vote uh, to uh, to keep things uh, discreet um, based on, on legal advice. And then when things were leaked out, they just, uh, I think, reacted to that rather than thinking it through. Uh, because if they had thought it through, uh, Bill, and you and I were both on council, um, I was surprised not that the thing leaked, but that it took a year for the reports to leak. Um, you know, I would have expected something like that to, to have uh, come out publicly uh, in short order uh, after the decision was made to keep things quiet for all the legal reasons that they cited. Uh, and that's why, uh, if there's any criticism that I give to counsel, and, and I do, it's, it's that they were naive in thinking that things would not get out and therefore, they were caught flat-footed in, in not having a communications plan uh, to account for that. Uh, and, um, and uh, uh, you know, that would have saved them all this grief, I think, if they had done that. Yeah, and this is uh, the conversation I had with Mayor Eisenberger about this. And uh, just a couple of days, I guess, after the story finally did come to the fore, uh, it's it's not that the leak happened. I mean, that's that's bad. I mean, that's terrible what happened. Uh, but stuff like that can happen from time to time. And the, the, but the fact of the matter is, is the council was not being forthright and honest with the public about this. And uh, you talked about you know holding with uh, withholding the information. Uh, first of all, the the previous council withheld this information with the uh, an election yeah. pending. That bothers me. And then most of them, of course, got retirement. Even the new councillors sat on this information for about 10 months. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's the egregious action here, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and, and so, I mean, that is a debatable point, though, uh, Bill. Uh, and I agree with you that the optics around this are not, are not good. I, I did speak to a councillor or a former councillor who was on the previous council, um, who is no longer on council, uh, just to get a sense of what they were told uh, and when, and indeed, and in the, to the best of uh, his recollection, um, the information came to them in uh, an in-camera setting, uh, verbally. Uh, they were told the magnitude and the duration of the leak, uh, and they were also given the legal advice that until the investigation was over, that uh, things uh, needed to be discreet. Uh, they did uh, apparently sanction and understand that uh, postings are going to be made uh, 
to, to, to warn people, certainly not the blaring information that we've received recently, but sufficient postings at least to, to warn people in the vicinity that, that something was untoward. Uh, he said to me that uh, it was just, you know, a few months before the election, nobody even thought and connected the dots between the information received and the election that was coming. And the reason for that, why it makes sense to me, Bill, is that uh, this was not something that council, that the public could point to counselors and say you either omitted doing something or something you did caused this to happen. This was a malfunction. This was an accident. That council really was not at direct fault of either doing or not doing something that allowed it to occur. And so I think they could be insulated from direct blame for the leak. And I'm not talking about the reporting leak, but the sewage uh, yeah. seepage into Coots. And, and so that's why it makes sense to me that they were guided by legal advice and the stiff, very, I don't know if you've heard what the ultimate penalty might be uh, if, if indeed uh, the province levies that penalty depending on where their investigation lands. So, so that makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me um, is, is that they thought that they could keep this contained for however long the investigation occurred. And I think that they uh, would have been smarter, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, to, to sort of have a communications plan. What can we release? What reports can we make public uh, that would both satisfy discretion that the lawyers have advocated for and yet some fair warning to the community about what's occurred. And that, that is where I would have taken it rather than, I mean, I'd like to think I would have taken it, rather than simply saying, let's stay mum about this. The other telling thing, Bill, is that every single member of the previous council and the current council at certain points voted for discretion, voted to keep things mum. And then, of course, as things germinated over over the course of, of a year, um, it was felt that, no, this needs to get out, and, and someone did exactly that. Well, and therein lies the problem. And, and you know, the fact that they wanted to sit on this until the investigation was completed, uh, to what purpose? Uh, this is what I don't understand. Uh, if the province is going to find them, they're going to find them, whether they do it you know, then or a year from then after the investigation is done. I, I don't understand why they got advice uh, that they had to keep their mouth shut about this. I don't understand what the, the rationale was, that uh, there was going to be action in an investigation anyway, so why not just be forthright? And your point's well taken, Larry. Uh, this is not council's fault. Nobody went up there and kicked that door open and, and let the sewage right. come out. Uh, but the fact that they were not not honest about this and decided to sit on this, of course it's going to blow up. I mean, you and I have had this discussion in the past. You and I had this discussion when we were on council together. Uh, there are times yeah. when the, 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 you know, the city hall and, and that council chamber leaks like a sieve sometimes, and we knew this was going to oh get out God. eventually. Yes, and that's that's why I say I'm shocked that it took a year. I mean, in my day and your day, maybe it would have taken hours, perhaps, or or days for for somebody to hand this over to the press. Um, I, I I did ask, and I don't know who the lawyer is, but I did ask about the lawyer. I asked a a, a major environmental uh, entity in the in the city and and really the country, but but does a lot of work uh, locally as well, uh, about the lawyer, and uh, gave them sterling report in terms of knowing uh, what, uh, you know, knowing the laws. In fact, I, I think the comment was made that they helped to write some of the laws. 
um, that that govern uh, this sort of thing. And so it was that legal advice that that uh, weighed most heavily uh, on the counselors. Now I haven't read the advice. I obviously wasn't there to listen to what they had to say. But my question again would have been, all right, how long is this investigation by the province likely to take? And and we know that this is going to get out. So what's our communications plan? We need to do the right thing in terms of protecting those who recreate there. You know the the canoeists and others who live in the area. And they need some protection to tell stakeholders like the city of Burlington that's concerned about this, like the RBG that has stewardship over some of this, uh, like the uh, BARC, maybe the Bay Area Restoration folks, uh, whose whose reaction to this, by the way, is quite balanced, I find. Uh, but but what's and then the general public, most all, of all, what's our communications plan going forward? And that's what was missing. It was. It was okay. Let's keep this under wraps. Let's hope for the best and uh, and hope that nobody finds out. That is naive to the extreme. And I think one of the interviews that the mayor did uh, recently with one of the columnists, he pretty well said that. He said, "I wish we had sort of talked through the communications plan and released what we could have released while trying to protect the legal side as well." Well, exactly. But, uh, which which leads us. It leads us to the to the idea of the whistleblower themselves, and 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 the reaction by some of the people on council. And I I understand you're, you, it was a knee jerk thing. I mean, they, they were upset. I'm probably embarrassed as much as anything else that the story yeah. came out, and it wasn't them that put the story out there. But yeah. and and it's fine we're having this discussion about whistleblowers now because that played such a key role in what's going on with the impeachment hearings down in the states oh right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that there's. If somebody sees something untoward or thinks that something happened here or is going to happen that, that is, is contrary to the public good, don't they have a responsibility to come forward, no matter what legal advice that you get in situations like this? Well, and in fact, many levels of government uh, have drafted legislation that protects whistleblowers when they do that, yeah. which I think is good legislation because the public, the public interest um, is is something that's very dear, and uh, and um, you know the perception of doing the right thing as well as the reality of actually doing the right thing uh, are important concepts as well. And this is where council is caught. I mean, they they had that knee jerk reaction about going after the whistleblower. They decided that um, you know that was not a good course of action, and I think that's smart. Uh, why waste uh, you know police resources, especially because at the end of the day. Once, even if you were to find out who the whistleblower was, like, so what's the penalty for that? I mean, you know, it just, it just, a, as, as the mayor said, a fool's errand, and, and I'm glad that they walk that back. The important thing, though, uh, and this is, you know, and I've been sitting on the sidelines commenting. I mean, I wrote a little piece in the paper about it as well, trying to offer my two cents uh, for what they're worth, and for some people they are worth uh, a lot, and for some people they appreciated the comments as well. But, but the, the important thing here is not to find somebody to blame, either uh, the whistleblower or, or counsel, and, and to become apoplectic, because I think some people have really jumped the shark on this. They want heads to roll. They want people to resign. and so, that None of that is going to happen. I mean, maybe some heads will roll if the culpability in terms of the technical stuff is found. Uh, but, but in terms of politics, we're going to wait till the election to find out whether people are upset enough to make some changes, but but rather than focus on all this anger, let's focus on finding a solution. Um, how can we make sure that 
this does not happen again in terms of the technical safeguards that we should have in place around monitoring these things. And, and most importantly, what is the communications plan around crises, even crises that involve legal aspects? You know, this is not the only thing that the city has to deal with that has a, a legal um, nature to it. Um, and we've seen lots in the, in the, in the recent past uh, where people sue and, you know, discretion is the order of the day and yet news gets out. And so what's the communications plan around that? I think council needs some help there. I think that's a much more um, a positive result of all of this than all of this anger and upset. And I, I've heard it. I mean, even people who aren't angry, but if you prod them a little bit and you ask, you know, they shake their heads. They, they're very cynical about council uh, and counselors. Uh, and um, and uh, uh, that, isn't, that isn't, I don't think, a good use of our energy to try to find some solutions to these problems. What I'd like to see, uh, you're right, there is going to be an investigation about the technical aspects of this and what went wrong. And, and I, I, the one question I'd like to have answered is, is uh, they knew there was something going on. And, they, I, and on the, the answer they always give is, well, the, you know, we didn't know the gate because the computer said the gate was closed. Uh, put eyes on it. I mean, if you see there's something going on and people are complaining about the odor, uh, in Shadow Creek, maybe you should go up there and say, well, let's let's have a look. Let's start here and work our way back up. The, and nobody seemed to do that. But the other thing I'm looking for, and it's quite simple, uh, and anybody who's been in public life in any regard at all, I think can understand that. All I want to see here is a little contrition to, from the counselors to say, you know what, maybe we did blow it. Maybe we should have told you earlier. We're sorry. And I'm not hearing that from anybody. Well, they did apologize. I mean, they had to be prodded into that, I suppose. Yeah. And some people are not happy with the apology. Um, uh, but, but nevertheless, they did do that. And I think if you were to ask them, and I've not spoken to every counselor on this. I've bumped into some, and obviously we've had a chat. Uh, but, I, you know, they regret that, that we're at this stage. And it's not just because of self-preservation around their positions. You know, we've got three years to go before the next election or thereabouts. Uh, and um, and I suspect other things will happen that we'll become upset about or happy with uh, that that this will this too will fade. But but you're right. The lingering issue is that will never fade is what if this happens again? And so that's what they need to that that's what they need to deal with. But I think counselors, um, without you know any of them wanting to fall on on the sword because um, it was a collective decision to to sort of keep things quiet. Uh, for for the reasons that I stated, I think they regret how this has unfolded. There's no question that they should regret that. Uh, they absolutely should. There are some gaps. Exactly, Larry. We're just about out of time on this one. Uh, we'll uh, certainly follow the uh, this process on this as uh, they go through over the next couple of weeks. Appreciate the time today. Okay, thanks, Bill. Former Hamilton Mayor Larry Deany. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 CHML.